Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me, Austin Crosby. It is almost dinner time, and today has been a pretty successful day of sanding, that is. Uh, we're very near done with the den, and that's pretty much on deadline. Tomorrow's going to be our last day of working on that beam. It's also going to be, hopefully, the first day of people working on some other stuff at the house. But, um, you know, those kinds of loose overlaps aren't necessarily a bad thing. Whew. I tell you what, though, man, getting up there high up on a ladder and working on something close to your face that produces so much dust is uh, definitely detrimental to your health. I I'm feeling like chest congestion that's obviously from the dust that was blasting in my face. And I was wearing a face mask. You know, a COVID-style face mask. But uh, it can only do so much. And it definitely gets filthy. I mean, you take it off after a, a stint of sanding and it's like completely coated in dust. Especially when we use that belt sander that really the 40 grit just like throws it around, man. It's insane. It, it turns, it is sand. The bottom of the, you will turn a room into a sand pit with that sander. But, um, you know. The mask still doesn't really stop it. And you can tell it's that and not other things because, like, you're totally fine. And then you do that for 30 minutes and you've got a chest cold all of a sudden. Or, you know, just, like, itchiness in your throat. You just want to cough and you blow your nose at the end of it. And it's like a serious, dusty snot ball. Um, ugh. Oh, I hate it. I'll be so glad to be done. Uh, and Casey's been doing a lot too, so that's that's great. Casey goes for the long runs with the little sander, and I go for the short hauls with the big sander, and we trade off. So that's been the most efficient way of going of going at this because you just get too filthy and working over your head, man. You just get too sore, and it's just stressful because you're you're up on a ladder. So best divide that kind of labor. Um, what else? I played more Sea of Thieves a little bit. Um, it is a really beautiful and intricate game. I love that they allowed some of it to be more cartoony, the art style to be cartoony, so that they could have realism in all of the interactions that you do. Because that is a detailed and intricate game. But again, it's not in fidelity. Except they put a lot into the water, I tell you. And that's important, of course. But the water mechanics, the waves with the way the light interacts with them, uh, at night the stars twinkling and the way that they sparkle off the water and the moon reflects off of the waves, that's a really beautiful game. But there's still, you know, people aren't photorealistic. And uh, the wood and, and stuff like that is not photorealistic. So they, they have an interesting way of kind of picking where to end uh, we're to stop fighting those battles and, and wasting time. And, and that's important for design, right? Like some things, these beams included, you, you know, you don't, when you're working on them, your, your face is eight inches away, but they're meant to be seen from 20 feet away at, at the best. So you have to step back a lot and, and look up at them and think like, oh, is the, what really matters isn't the texture and the feel no one's going to be touching these things probably for another 40 years, but rather the color variations and stuff. And that same thing with 
Sea of Thieves. Like it's actually important to work on that game in a in a way where the scale of um, the frame of reference, rather, of like the personal character, which you're playing first person, and the boat, which can change in size and float on the seas, you have to be able to intuit how much the boat moves um, when you're not at the helm. <laughs> so you can like, what say for example, I'm going to give you an example of something you do in this, and it's a, it's very realistic sailing. You're sitting at the dock, you get a treasure map with a little island on the that. On the big map, you know, you wouldn't maybe see, but on this map of just the island, you really get an idea for the shape of the island. And then you board your ship, you go into the map room, and you find that little island on your big map, and then you see where you are compared to that. And then you take your compass up top, and you go, okay, I've got to turn the ship, you know, 180 degrees, but the wind is blowing from my right front to my left, so I'm going to drop the sails, set their length, then you, on a, you exit out of that, and you're walking around doing all this. This is what's crazy. You're walking around. You walk over to the other rope, and you interact with it, and it sets the angle. So you, on one mechanic, you walk over to, and you pull the rope, and you lower or raise the sails. On a whole other exit from that mechanic, walk over to it with your character and do another thing. You're turning the sails. Then you turn the wheel of the ship, and then you go and raise the sail, uh, raise the anchor rather. And you're just supposed to like capture the wind and start turning before you free the ship. And then you go, you literally pilot around, changing. Like if you turn 180 degrees, you're now have a totally different relationship with the wind. So you have to go and turn the sails to continue to capture the wind. It really is crazy. And if you go to check the, the map to go like, okay, I'm, how close am I to that island now? Or do I have to go more east or more west? If you leave this, the ship is going to be moving whether you're at the sails or if you're at the wheel or if you're in the map room. It's always going to be moving. So you can go down, run and interact with something, get food out of a barrel in the hull of the ship, and you run back up and you're about to crash into a rock. And you have to like quickly try and manage that. And if you usually, I, I mean, now I'm getting better. I haven't been able to miss the rocks as well. Um, and that actually damages your ship. You hear crunching, snapping. The ship rust, you know, vibrates around and stuff. It really crashes into the rocks. And then you have to go get wood and repair the hull from the inside, sealing any kind of leaks. And then go and grab a bucket and use the bucket to take trips of water from the bottom up to the top and dump it out all meanwhile while your boat can still be moving and the fact that you can co-op and have like your friends operate the sails while you operate the wheel and they can also be navigating on the map room and tell you okay go more east go more west like and then all of that is just the sailing mechanic which i find very serene and fun but, of course, you get to your destination, and it's an island, and then you can dive off your ship with your sword and your you know, blunderbuss or your flintlock pistol, and you can climb around on the island with your shovel trying to find where the treasure was hidden on the X marks of the spot, fighting skeleton pirates and stuff. And then you take the treasure and swim it back to your ship and navigate back to an outpost where you sell the treasure that you collect. 
and um, all, again, all with your friends, and you're in a giant lobby where your pirate ship on the vast ocean can bump into other players or teams of players on their ship, and they can wait till you go into an island and steal all your stuff and and go and take it onto their ship and go and sell it themselves, or they can destroy your ship or sink it, whatever they want to do. It's like a pretty crazy realistic game, albeit one that's kind of cartoony. But uh, it's been a blast. And my salad today, uh, Casey brought me over and we switched out our shifts. It was a uh, chef's kind of salad or cob salad with um, hard-boiled eggs. And there was some meat on it. I think it was turkey and, and some ranch dressing. Celery also. Casey's been... Uh, anytime it's a, a Casey to-go salad, it's got celery on it. So... Anyway, hey, uh, oh, oh, before I go, I also baked again today. I baked yeast rolls for the first time, dinner rolls, um, but I did it for like brunch, lunch time, and I had it with mustard. I made an uh, egg sandwich out of one of them. I dipped some in salsa. I, I like rolls, and these ones for my first attempt and also that I only have whole wheat flour, uh, they were as delicious as you would ever expect from a restaurant. Um, really successful and easy so i'm getting better at baking my thought process being that soon we're going to be demoing the kitchen and redoing it and for at least a month uh, we will be without a kitchen so what i'm trying to do is get i go through you know phases sometimes i cook a lot other times i don't and i'm trying to go through a baking sorry a baking phase See, it's dusty, guys. I'm trying to go through a baking phase now before we demo the kitchen because then I'll miss it. I'll have been having fun baking new things and seeing that immediate payoff. And then we'll have another giant payoff of a new kitchen. And then I'll be able to return to my baking. I'll be excited to use all the new stuff. So on that note, though, anyway, uh, please be healthy and cut again tomorrow.